0: A Texas couple who lived out and proud had a profound effect on a neighborhood child. This is TFG Unbuttoned. It's
1: the focus group Unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash. An off-the-cuff take on politics, pop culture, and current events.
0: Welcome to TFG Unbutton. John Nash here in New York with my good friend and co-host Tim Bennett in New York. We are brought to you every week by Critics' Choice Video, and we want to thank you for tuning in every week and for visiting CriticsChoiceVideo.com. You get there by going to FocusGroupRadio.com and clicking on their logo. And while you're at our site, by all means, check out all the media that we have posted there from Unbuttoned, as well as our Wednesday show, which is usually live on YouTube and Facebook from 1 to 2 p.m wednesday and that's eastern standard time but of course available anytime in our time shifting culture so tim it's the official official last week of pride right
1: is it the yeah i guess you're right i guess you're right because as i think
0: yeah next monday tuesday is like the like it might be the 31st or something but this is the weekend that new york is celebrating their parade i think chicago's having their parade this coming weekend and uh it's due to be a big thing. So happy pride! The leprechaun's gonna get packed in the box and put away again for a year. But needless to say, yeah,
1: no, it's it's uh, there's there's an awful lot of you probably watch a lot of the same media I do, but there's an awful lot of it seems to be that there's an awful lot of pride um, programming going on, particularly in the mainstream. And uh, you and I had a talk with our friends Derek and Romaine on Wednesday,
0: last Wednesday, yeah, about this.
1: Yeah. Very, about this Right, about this very thing about um there seemed to be an awful lot of buzz around pride this year, but does it sustain itself? So it is the fiftieth anniversary of Stonewall, which I think um I obviously lends itself to to all the extra attention. But I wonder if anything, you know, as July first comes, whether there's any Anything that keeps going or we just go back to the same old, same old. My guess is we'll just go back to the way we were.
0: (laughs) Well, thankfully, this time of year brings a lot of editorial um, stuff out, too. So there are a lot of interesting articles that have been appearing in mainstream publications. You know, New York Times, Washington Post, you know, The Tribune, things like that. And one of them was interesting because it it looked at the, you know, two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. Where, you know, here's where we're at 50 years after the riots at Stonewall And they were looking at um, Western countries, European countries versus these more versus rights actually changing, being taken back or um, LGBTQ individuals or people in different countries being restricted more. So as with everything, it's it's a patchwork quilt. And uh, while we celebrate being out in the Stonewall 50, I would say we should really, really celebrate the milestones we've made. But I don't think you sit on your laurels, and I think this is a perfect lead-in to something that's so simple about um, being LGBTQ, and that's the first story that we have. And and Tim did a great job. Tim curated the stories this week, and I think they're— Oh, okay. That's a good job. (laughs) I think it's a nice bundle of stories. But So the first one Tim found is— the headline—it's—I uh, think it was might have been CNN or some on uh, Queerty actually. Kid leaves note on gay couple's door, thanking them for giving her the courage to come out. So, uh, Sal Stowe and Megan Stabler of Williamson County, Texas, found a note on their doorstep uh, one morning, and. It said, hello, you don't know me, but my name is Redacted. We don't want the name to go out there. We're moving away today, but I wanted to thank you. Seeing a pride flag waving so proudly outside your home every day has given me the courage to come out to my family and be more comfortable with who I am. And um, one of the one of them, I think it was Stowe, said, this is why visibility is so important. You never know who needs the support and to know it's Okay. And this is something you and I have talked about before, you know, just just being out, being who you are, has a profound change on the immediate circle of people in your life, your family, your friends, but also professionally. And you, you never know where it's going to go, right?
1: Well, and the other thing about this, which made this so poignant, I think, is Williamson County, which is, I think, outside of the Austin area in Texas, is very conservative. And they actually had the county commissioners by a vote of four to zero. They voted to not allow the uh, pride flag to be flown uh, around the county and on the court buildings. So, on public owned property, essentially. So, the fact that these two women had put the flag out and uh, to show their support and be visible um, as LGBTQ was important. And it it harkens back to something you and I have talked about an awful lot uh, over the years. I, I still remember the time when we were working with Subaru, and I was at Subaru and the very beginnings of the lgbt or the gay and lesbian marketing campaigns we did i had so many more than you could could imagine particularly in the mid-90s employees that came up to me or sent me little private notes thanking me for uh marketing department's efforts for reaching the the uh, gay and lesbian community because either they had a friend or a relative or somebody along the way and they knew that it made a difference and the fact that the company recognized that there were gay and lesbian consumers was important to them so the the visibility thing is very important
0: that was one of my favorite um stories which for our listeners uh that may not know our background uh, me and tim worked on subaru's groundbreaking award-winning 15-year lgbtq outreach to the community advertising marketing tv ads print ads a lot of firsts let's put it this way and Tim was uh, director of marketing and advertising services at Subaru and I was at my agency and we, we were working together and, um, I sometimes didn't hear stories about the other side, you know, like what was going on in corporate. And I remember the year that you told me the story of people coming, like really, really profoundly moved that the brand was doing this. I was like, wow, that's an eye opener. Cause I'm, and I had not, you don't see that, you don't see that corporate side. So there are apparently a lot of people who are just like heads down doing their job, right? Who are very touched by it.
1: Well, it's, impor- you know, it's important to thank people. And that's why I think this note was so poignant too, because you never know who you're going to touch. When you and I, you know, two other quick ones, it, the same thing happened when we had cast an African-American couple in a commercial. There were African-American employees from other parts of the building or the company that I didn't even know that came by to say thank you. And it really is is quite touching. They said, you know, it's the first time that the company has cast a full African American um, family in a in a commercial. I just want to thank you. And I I thought, God, that here I've been working here for ten or twelve years, and the fact that it took that long a to do it, and and I did appreciate the fact that the employees came and thanked us because uh, I think it was important to know. Mm-hmm. I agree. And um, yeah, and it was the same thing when you and I were, were on Sirius XM Radio. And we would have a parent call now or then or somebody ask if they could get a copy of the show because they felt either their kid or their nephew or niece or somebody was struggling with their their sexual uh, sexual orientation or maybe gender ID and, and uh, could they get a copy of the show and listen to us and realize that things are going to be okay. And that was always probably the most rewarding thing that you and
0: I got out of the SiriusXM. Yeah, stuff. it's... Uh, well... <laughs> I think we got a lot of rewarding things, but that might have been one of the most rewarding. You're right. But yeah, it's so, you know, wrapping up, saying being out and being who you are is a really big thing. And that goes back to an executive said that to us from Volkswagen years ago. I said, what do you think is the most important thing about the LGBT marketing? And he said, just being out, you know, being visible. So our next story um, comes to us directly from New York City, another Tim find. And it's uh, Joe Biden and Dr. Jill Biden decide to buy everyone drinks at the Stonewall Inn, (laughs) which I, you know, you read that. And I guess in 2019, maybe that's just like, oh, well, of course, he's running for something. I don't. I don't really remember other headlines of politicians going to gay bars and buying people drinks like (laughs) maybe it's my imagination, but I don't want to take it for granted. And he apparently stopped by, uh, with Dr. Jill, his wife and with Tim Gill, uh, who's a lawyer, but also famously founded Quark Express, which is a big software company back in the nineties, a page makeup company. And, um, I guess he was pretty well received. So I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we all know that uh, it was uh, Vice President Biden that actually pushed President Obama to be um, more open and accepting of marriage equality. Uh, you can remember when Biden kind of, they, they said it was a slip of the tongue from Biden, but Biden had, had a, uh, was having a picnic or a party at his house and a, uh, a married uh, gay couple were there and biden i remember biden biden saying in the interview i watched them i watched them with their kids and i thought this is just crazy that we don't accept this and this isn't the the law of the land and he had come out and then 10 days later the obama administration came out for um for marriage equality you know biden has done i you know i spent some time in delaware he shows up at the gay bars there i don't know whether he buys drinks but there's always pictures of him <laughs> i don't know if he buys drinks he, um,
0: but
1: <laughs> yeah but he goes he goes and he, he you know he's happy to take pictures there's there's one particular bar it's really kind of a, a divey gay bar and uh he goes in there and he watches watches football in the in the fall and the winter or he'll go into the lesbian bars. He's very visible and um, very genuine, I think. I don't think this is a, a fake thing for him. So, uh, but I thought it was a yeah, good Yeah,
0: I loved it. And uh, I love hearing that he's out and about down in Rehoboth as well. And, you know, sidebar on Biden for a moment, just in general. You know, I'm amazed at how, like, now they're, go- they're trawling his record of 30 years, right? And it's the crime bill vote, whatever it is. And... I just say to myself, you know, we all know ourselves, he was a different person 30 years ago, right? The country was different. He had a different um, set of... I didn't
1: understand, and I don't think you and I understood the importance of marriage, right? I mean, when I think back 20 years ago, I didn't, you know, when everybody started talking about marriage equality, I thought, oh, not necessary. We have domestic partnership benefits. I didn't understand it. So, um, I, I, you know, we've all changed, right? I, I, um, I agree with you on that one that you could second guess everything, particularly in politics. Right? Well,
0: if if you had a crystal ball and you knew that something you were saying today was going to be used to bite you in the ass 20 years ago, I guess you'd change what you were going to say, but that's not how we operate. <laughs> so I don't know. He's one of my favorites and mayor Pete is, and I, I'm actually warming up to Elizabeth Warren a bit, but that's a whole other conversation. So our last, uh, story here is also, and in, in a, in a pride vein, although this one is a, eh, this is interesting, so, a college found this Lady Gaga quote so dangerous, the library that put it out on a sign in front of the library, and it was at the University of Central Arkansas, I guess that's a tip-off, um, had to take it down. And it it just <laughs> simply said, being gay is like glitter. It never goes away. <laughs> and, you know, anybody who's gotten a card in the mail with the glitter on it, you know how it opens up and you're like, oh, God, I got glitter's yeah. going to be showing up for months to come. I just thought it was a funny thing. The library put it out on the campus. It was requested to be taken down by the uh the president of the university i think right did i get his name yeah he had
1: yeah houston or houston and Davis. he went
0: on to explain and backtrack and and basically said that since it's the library it's part of the campus we should be speaking in an institutional voice um and that you would rather that be an official statement from the university or something the library took it down but the facebook page still posted all this positive stuff about um pride and lgbt and stonewall um, and he backtracked a bit but he said he's very sorry that this has been the outcome and that anyone has felt unwelcome or silence that was certainly never his intention we are absolutely committed to supporting our lgbtq students and our entire campus community but as i said he just felt it was one of those things it's a university platform i don't know how you feel you you're you're, well, on your, you're on your you know, alumni he, he, committee so
1: well first of all there I have two comments about this most college presidents would have ignored the sign because it was so ridiculous right I mean it it, it was something ridiculous to get yourself upset about the fact that um the fact that the sign said that uh glitter was uh being gay is like glitter and never goes away I mean that is Ha ha ha, it's not harmful. What I think is so ridiculous about this whole thing is that he said that he really was upset by, not only was it he thought maybe an institutional issue, but that it would cause harm to children who would have difficulty comparing homosexuality with managing glitter. And which is just the most absurd statement that you could possibly imagine, that a kid that is on the campus would read the sign and confuse homosexuality with glitter, or that they would even notice it. Or, or 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 make that leap of faith and i think he's just trying to backpedal and the more he tries to backpedal the more absurd he sounds and the more ridiculous it is but i often wondered if he had just ignored it it was a library it had it out front it was one of these signs you changed the letters on they'd have probably had it up for a day or two and changed the sign and no one would have noticed. well
0: or they have it up for june then it goes away so I think you're right. What do you want to bet odds are that there's someone in the president's office or at the university administrative level who caught wind of this and was one of those, you know, house is burning down, everybody run, we got to take care of this right now. Like, you know, either they were well-intentioned and they thought, well, we don't want to do something that upsets the community or families and kids, or they literally were like, you know if not openly anti-lgbt perhaps their faith told them that we were to they were to love the sinner but hate the sin one of those bullshit things um
1: yeah i didn't look i didn't look him up but my guess is he's you know i'm gonna profile but my my guess is that he he's the one who had the issue with it but um you know i'm sure if we did a did a search of a search of him we'd find out that there. but was. i do
0: but i do love and admire the clumsy stumbling as people try to repair the damage of something that they did that if they had just left it alone you know <laughs> wouldn't have done anything like lady gaga glitter and being gay i mean i such a harmless phrase
1: well and he had you know and some of the alum that came to the uh there was one quote that i thought was was exceptional that um one of the alums said that in support of the science that when people are being murdered daily for being trans and kids are taking their own lives because they're gay, our institutions like universities are in many cases, life-saving creating a space on campus for others is never something that should be seen as advancing a personal agenda. And that was a response to, um, you know, the, the kerfuffle with the president wanting to take the sign down at the library. So at, at least there's cooler heads with the alumni group that, uh, are challenging that, but, yeah I often I often well as you said at the opening of the ad or at the opening of the the story University of Central Arkansas is kind
0: of the tip-off. <laughs> it's almost like that just... You almost could tell the story in three sentences. Sign outside of library, library at the University of Central Arkansas, sign ordered to be taken down. And no. And who would... Right.
1: And they say, yeah, oh. That, and then you say, oh,
0: okay. It's the three-bullet-point yeah. oh. version, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, as we said at the top of the hour, uh, Critics' Choice Video, America's classic movie and TV authority since 1987, is a partner of ours, and they make... Uh, us po- it make it possible for us to come out to you every week. And again, thank you for downloading, subscribing, and listening to the, to the podcast every week. And thank you for visiting Critics Choice Video and buying from their site. I always encourage people, if you go there, to sign up for a catalog. It uh, appears in the mail every, like it's, it's almost monthly, but I, I get mine, and I sit down with it, and it's one of those rare moments where I just, I'll open anywhere and I'll see something that I like. I always like ca- catalogs. Quick reference, a uh, quick one I'm going to recommend. It's not for everybody. I don't know if it's for you, Tim, because it involves puppets. <laughs> well, but hey, Uh-oh. you like puppets if it comes to Team America, which is a great f- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's marionettes, though. So back in 1983, Jim Henson of the Muppet fame, Jim Henson's oh, Creature Workshop, created a um, movie called The Dark Crystal, and it was entirely done with with Muppets, well not well well with puppets and live sets and and some live action. Kind of became a, a cult classic. It's a fantasy thing. It takes and it's you know like a children's movie. Well, apparently Netflix or Amazon Prime, I think it might be Netflix, is doing updating it, and they're doing a story that takes place before the movie that we all know from 1983. So keep an eye out for it when it starts streaming. I've seen some clips. It looks amazing. I don't remember Dark Crystal well enough to actually enjoy this new thing, so that's why I was recommending ordering it. You can get it on Blu-ray for eleven twenty-one. Need I say more?
1: Perfect. So, hey, head over to focusgroupradio.com. Click on the Critics' Choice logo. It's America's classic movie and TV authority since 1987, and they've been with us since 2017. I (laughs) I think it is right now. It was 2017. Yeah, Yeah, so so thanks to our friends at Critics' Choice Video. Be sure to join our uh, live show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. East. You can find out all the information about TFG Unbuttoned as well as The Focus Group at focusgroupradio.com. Everybody enjoy this last week of Pride, and we'll see you next week. It's The Focus Group Unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash. Available every Tuesday. Learn more about Tim and John, Unbuttoned, and all of the Focus Group platforms at focusgroupradio.com.